One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And honey! And this is Come Through Queen. And the environment needs to be the expensive environment. But I also want, like, really nice gifts. I'm sure. She's registering at Hermes and Versace. <laughs> Wait, I didn't make that up. That's the truth. Surprise, it's Honey the Tuck. Mustard. Injectables in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, you're laying it all out there for... For this podcast. I have a new idol that Jamie and Brendan forced on me, so I need to... Trinity the Tuck. Yes, she's rebranded. Yeah, she dropped the tailor, as we learned during the first 13 minutes. Yes. Uh, we just watched that. We're gearing up for All-Stars Season 4. Mm -hmm. As you're listening to this, it's probably airing this night that you're listening to it. <laughs> uh, what are your first Im impressions Uh, Trinity's eyes looked wide open for once. Good. Yeah, she's awake, ready <laughs> to play. Pheromone looks beautiful. I, well, I mean, they, they kind of dragged her look a little bit for the butt cheeks hanging out. Well, yes, her butt cheeks were not smooth enough for my mm -hmm. taste, but her face in drag looks mm. lovely. Uh, who are you rooting for? Who do you think is going to make it far? Um... Monique Hart. Yeah. I mean, she's the heart of All Stars 4. Yes. She's my favorite. Uh, I'm, Off the bat. I'm rooting for her, but for some reason, in my heart of hearts, mm. I don't see her winning. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I see both Trinity and Manila making it pretty far mm -hmm. because the producers will want them in the show for a while. Because I think they're both going to be shitsters. Yeah. I'm, I'm always one who needs like a refresher at the beginning of each season mm. just to remember yeah. my feelings on each queen and kind of see their chemistry together. And then I can form yeah. stronger opinions. But just off their looks, I mean, those were my two faves yeah. so far. And I could see Naomi and Monet. So beautiful. Being in the... Like those two... 
and the t- the two shitsters I mentioned being the final four. I would have sex with Naomi. <laughs> the leg? She's all legs, Legendary. baby. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so I'm excited for the new season. We watched Hollis Lay last week. Yes. Quick thoughts on that. An hour-long commercial. For but RuPaul's st- holiday albums. But still so fun. I loved Ross as the elf on the shelf. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I love seeing Sonique again. It's been a long time. And... I gotta say, I don't remember if you agree with me on this, but Maya Miller was the Christmas queen. I was so upset because I am not really here for Mayhem. I think we talked about this the other day. we did. But we both agreed that she, if there actually was a winner, would have been crowned. Yeah. She really, like, brought it. She deserved. That Krampus look was next level. Was the best of them all I was impressed. I was very impressed. Uh, And then... Jasmine Masters. <laughs> I mean, if that's any indication of what we have to look forward to this season. Yeah. Wow. For My some mind. reason, her mind, your mind, all our minds. <laughs> For some reason, Rue allows her to lip sync with the bag over, over her head. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think it was a joke yeah. at that point when we realized that it wasn't a true competition. Yeah. I think it was probably a nod to Valentina. Was it a nod, or did Jasmine just not feel like <laughs> I mean, doing I, so many looks? Maybe. I think the whole thing was a joke, though, right? Yeah. It was all kind of like tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I feel like out of all of them who were there, Sonique seemed to be less in the mood for the jokiness of it all, and yeah. more there to like show some looks. Just to serve some looks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Let's move it along to a, a few other Drag Race quick items. Yes. Ginger Minge in Dumplin' premiered this past weekend. Neither of us have seen it yet. No. But we did see the music video they released in promotion of the movie. Yes. A cover of... What, Jolene. Jolene. Was it even a cover? Or did yes. Is it a dance a, remix? It or? was a cover. Uh, I wasn't sure if it's like the original Dolly Parton vocals, just remix. No, I think it... I mean, it might have been remixed, but yeah. it was definitely her vocals. Mm. Um, Jamie, we were talking about it um, this week, and Jamie was asking, I guess Dolly Parton did a lot of the music for the movie and just like yeah. handed over the rights, and that's how. Exactly. In fact, Dolly is who Gaga needs to worry about, I would say, for the Oscars. Mm. And I'm worried as well. Rude. Because we're both off the deep end. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's exciting. In the in the music video, we had Alaska, Katya. Yes. Uh, Manila, BB, and Bendela. Bendela, yes. I was trying to remember the last one. Alaska, like, did it for me. I love her so much. I haven't seen much of her lately. Yeah. All the other girls are having big moments right now, and Alaska... She's got the podcast with Willem, but that's not as glitzy as mm-hmm. everything else that's going on. And it's nice to see Manila pop up here. I feel like we're getting the Manila songs right now mm-hmm. between All Stars 4, this. She's getting the chance that she didn't get to have by being on such an early season of Drag Race right. to be in the public eye. She's getting her shot back. And then last but not least, it all comes back to Trinity the Tuck. Uh, Vogue did an article on how in the intro she is wearing essentially an homage to Sarah Sarah Paulson's Prada look from the Ocean's 8 premiere 
and Queen I doubt Sa- Sarah Paulson's dress was made of plastic. No. Yeah. I don't think it I think she's <laughs> Trinity said it was zip ties or something. <laughs> but a nod to all the plastic in her body. Exactly. But Ms. Sarah Paulson acknowledge legends acknowledging legends. Yes. Uh, she tweeted, I am deeply honored, Trinity the Tuck. Thank you for your extraordinary artistry. Did Trinity change her handle too? Yeah, she's Trinity the Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might have been Trinity the Tuck before. The whole time? But I like this rebranding. She's given up the Taylor. Yeah. There was a reason for Taylor too. I don't like Trinity is a Matrix reference and Taylor was something else. Clearly not that important though. Yeah, I never The Tuck really... is the the key part. I mean, Jamie and Brennan tortured me on her season calling me honey the tuck mustard and i just like and it drove stuck. me and honey the, the stuck i love it uh so before we get to this week's shows there's a few items i wanted to dip our toe into yes caroline moss on jezebel wrote this investigative journalist piece yes on the housewives on cameo cameo what she tried to do was, well, in case you don't know, for some reason, Cameo is this website where celebrities, but like D-list celebrities, yeah. will essentially record videos. For pay. For pay, saying like, happy birthday to your friend or whatever, like any Congratulations. Congratulations. Asking somebody to officiate their wedding. Yeah, yeah. Except Brendan was able to get that for free. <laughs> <laughs> Trang just asked... Oh my God, like that Twitter. wasn't Cameo? No, no, Oh, no. wow. Yeah, okay. that, like they were ahead of their time. Go direct. Uh, so, so yeah, so Caroline Moss wanted to play the system and see if these housewives who are pretty much like quietly Republican, Republican on the show will like take the money and run with it and yeah. say whatever they need to say or like deny it or whatever. So Jill Zarin didn't want to say... Abolish ice because it was too political. She needed it to be specified on how it was pronounced. Oh also. yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> <You> said. <sad. laughs> uh, uh, Dorinda just like didn't reply. Yeah, but I could picture, and hers was something about. Uh, they asked her twice, and they just didn't. She let it expire. expire. Yeah, it was something about like supporting schools, like. But oh, not arming like them arming with guns. teachers and yeah, I forget. Uh, but Duran is like outspokenly pretty liberal, so yeah. Uh, and so then we get some hits. We got Ramona Singer saying "Black Lives Matter." Oh yes, <laughs> mispronouncing it because she doesn't know how to say lives, but it really didn't register in her eyes. So you could go to Jezebel and watch the video itself, which. It's uh, hidden in the it's header. It's hidden in the header. Like, I was expecting it to be in the middle of the article, yeah. and I just scrolled on through. I think everybody did that. We all had the yeah. same reaction in the feed. In in the Facebook group, yeah. Uh, so, I'm not even sure how much this really registered with our... Uh, Sonia <laughs> said, tax the rich, tax the rich. And then just, like, start talking about her vegan cleanse retreat yes. in Costa Rica. <laughs> in Costa Rica. Like, totally... Glossing over the tax, the rich. She wanted to plug her own message as well. Yeah. And then James Kennedy 
says true star join the dsa comrades <laughs> the white kanye he always doesn't get that in enough <laughs> especially like in this time where kanye is clearly like not doing well yeah he's still sticking by the i mean but white neither's i know neither is james him, kennedy so i guess it fits then <laughs> still kind of parallel uh so that is a delightful thing and really you need to to watch it to really take it all in yeah the video brought the value there sure uh, so before one last thing before we get to the shows, we have a little squabble happening on Instagram and Twitter. Like you have to kind of be Bounce on top of it all. <laughs> I don't have Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <Meow>. <laughs> so Kelly screenshotted a tweet of, uh, Vicky's and posted on Instagram. So the Vicky's original tweet was essentially linking to an article that said Bravo standing by Vicky Gunvalson network is also working overtime to bring Kelly Dodd back after drug accusations. And Vicky's comment was, of course she is now changing her mind. She has no job or career. Kelly Dodd claps back in Instagram. Clap it. (laughs) She says, this makes me very sad. I am college educated. You are not. I worked in advertising after I graduated from college for 10 years, bought real estate by myself, married a smart, successful man with whom I had a child with which is a great father to his daughter. Where is your kid's father? I invested in stocks and real estate and startups very early, therefore. I don't have to work as an insurance broker selling insurance for minimal margins. Your words. (laughs) You also told me you make more money on the show than you do selling insurance. I have made better choices in my life than you. I'm sorry if you're jealous. I just work smarter. I hope you find happiness, peace, and love. Vicky. Hashtag don't be jelly. Hashtag don't hate. I mean, neither of them are truly winners. Yeah. <laughs> but especially after, after this past season. I'm just like, is this all stemming from Vicky setting up her ex with somebody? like, Or is this like seasons and seasons that well, they've been feuding? No, uh, well, no. When, when Kelly first joined the show, Vicky had no allies. And normally she would reject the newcomer. But she clung to Kelly so mm-hmm. that she could have an ally. And then I think the X thing is really what set things off this season. But then they seemed to glide past that pretty quickly yeah. during the season. And then by the time we got to the reunion, things were back to being bad. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. It seems like blown out of proportion. Yeah. Where Vicky's just going after Kelly for I'm not sure what reason. Well, since we're already talking about them, let's jump into the OC reunion and okay. get through that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's part three, which I don't know why they have three parts and Dallas has two. I'm so upset. I think it's just like legacy or something, but come yeah. on. If there's not the material there, we don't need three parts. I was telling you, I watched this episode twice and still can't really remember what <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, so we're talking a little bit about Michael, Michael's new woman who's... It's Kelly's ex-husband, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vicky says they're not a match made in heaven. She's 38. He's 60. What is this man doing with this girl? Da, 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 da. Whatever. Uh, Who cares about that? Age? Once you're over like 35, I yeah. don't think age matters. Yeah, I agree. Like it is a big age difference, but... She's almost 40. She, yeah, like, she's almost 40. She's got her... If she has a life together, it's done by now. Yeah. Like. Uh, then we get into a lot of the Kelly Emily shit where 
Kelly's screaming, it's illegal to threaten someone's life. I- oh, this is when I woke up from my nap. Yes. <laughs> when they're yelling at each other. And it's true because I spoke to a lawyer recently, and Dan, you probably know, with your lawyer hat on, it is only um, a felony if you actually feel afraid. Well, not even a, it's not even a felony. Uh, this is... In New York, at least, is not. It's, this isn't even a misdemeanor. It's a, a violation, harassment, mm. and we're we're not even there yet. Yeah. You have to legitimately fear for your life. Right. So you can only file, I guess, like an order of protection, whatever, against somebody if you're actually afraid that somebody will commit a felony against you. That's you need to have a reasonable yes ex- expectation. Yes. Yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, and then Kelly's just and like, Kelly's like, by yeah, it. I was afraid you were gonna murder me. Come on. She she watched Snapped. She watched <laughs> Wives with Knives. Same. <laughs> that's all my recommended. I could lists. see that being in your wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, I love true crime. Yes, that's what I do on Christmas. I just watch <laughs> true crime murders. <laughs> Merry little Christmas. Uh, so, but then Kelly admits I wanted her to hit me so that I could hit her. Hit back. her right back. Yeah. And then the other big thing from the reunion was Tamara kind of psychoanalyzing Shannon correctly in terms of figuring out the reason she's freaking out is because people are saying the things David apparently would say to her in terms of being crazy, alcoholic, and selfish. Like, those are all the things... He would say to her? Yeah. So is David right? I don't think that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I miss those seasons when David was part of yeah, yeah, the yeah. show. But yeah, that's... Yeah, and then I, like Shannon kind of had like a self-realization moment during that. But they were arguing... Gina was like arguing with Vicky and then Vicky screaming, Depesh- depression is not a mental illness. It's like, Vicky, you are so dumb. <laughs> oh my God. Like that's like the number one mental yes. illness. <laughs> <laughs> Name a more common mental illness. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Uh, so that's it. OC. I mean, you watched a good chunk of the season. I watched all of the season. But you're not I an maybe expert in OC. The franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It's years been past. a little while. And this isn't exactly a convincing yeah, it season. Was, it was a little bit of a snooze fest. I did, you know, Emily's just a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, though, I, I could keep both Emily and... Gina. And Gina. But we need two more people. Yeah. We need a lot of people here. It's funny. I I like Shannon. I like watching her on TV. Mm. And I think I like her looks. I don't know. Mm. I, I really enjoy her makeup. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> should, should, should you become a YouTube Yeah, uh, I, could put it, I could put it on uh, mute and watch her. Mm. But um, yeah, the others, I don't know. Yeah. I'm much more excited for the other franchises that are live right now. Sure. Uh, Let's jump over to Atlanta, which is our other Sunday night show. Mm -hmm. And we're kicking off. They did a shady little edit of a man walking down the steps at Lake Bailey. And we were thinking we were going to finally meet Mr. Hill, Mm -hmm. Cynthia's new boyfriend. But instead it's Leon Hurt. Uh, ex, who's Noelle's father. Yeah, what a fake out. 
Although it is nice to see him. Like, we haven't seen him in a little while, and he is one of the more normal people in terms of the show, so it's a nice voice of reason. Uh, Noelle's going off to college. She wants a her... A car? She wants... She has a car. She wants to be allowed to bring the car to college. Oh, okay. And she wants to be allowed to live off campus. I did both of those things. Mm. I enrolled late, so there were no dorms available. Okay. So I had to live off campus. Yeah. And I had a car so I could come home on the weekend. Oh, well, I think that's the point, <laughs> Yolanda. <laughs> like, so How they, far away is her school from home? Why uh, don't they want her to have a car? I'm not sure. I think she's going to Howard. Let me see where that is in relation to Atlanta. Uh, but I, that's common. Like, this is yeah. a, 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 a common to not have a car. Oh. Yeah. But how do you go home? You're not supposed to. But what if you're homesick? That's the point. <laughs> like, so that you're not running like a baby. <gasps> you just called me a baby. No, I'm not calling you a You're a grown woman. But th- that's like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when the bird is in the nest. You and shove they, the baby they bird kick out of the, the nest. baby bird out of the nest. Oh, Howard's nowhere close. It is... Well, does like, she fly home then? It's essentially like just outside of D.C. Or in D.C. Uh, I, oh, so then it's like a train or a plane. Or like a long drive, maybe. Uh, or, yeah, or a train. It would be a long drive, it looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean... How do you go grocery shopping? How do you... You, you, have, you have a meal plan. I went through all this as a fresh, mm. a frosh, a frosh. I think it's good because a lot of kids when they're starting out in college, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is the first few weeks are a little rough and you're like, oh man. But if you, if you are then leaving during those formidable weeks, you miss the opportunity to be forced to interact with all these people who are around you in yeah. the dorms. And instead, you're like going back home and hanging out with your friends. Da, da, da. And your mom. Your mom. <laughs> my best friend was still back in school, too, or uh, my hometown, too. So, yeah. But yeah, I guess if you're living on campus, it's like going to sleepaway camp and you have to like live in your little yeah. village. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's Noelle's future. I, I guess like she's there now. If we're here in December, this is probably like in the middle of the summer they were filming. Uh, let's see. Who else? Okay. Shamari and Candy did a double date mm-hmm. with their husbands. Shamari singing her order to the waitress. Oh my God. <laughs> I ha- almost had to mute just to, for like the cringe factor. Yeah. And then we learned that Candy thought Shamari was just cheating all this time and didn't have an open relationship. Right. And Candy says she's more, she's like kind of pivoting towards saying she's more into threesomes than before how she's being painted as bi. Mm -hmm. I just thought the whole, you guys touched on this when the episode aired about her opening up their relationship. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's so wild that she wasn't allowed to be with other men and it sounds Mm. like that wasn't the goal anyways so maybe that's okay then oh yeah but you know he said that she couldn't be with other men but he could be with as many women as he wanted well it's like after my initial reaction was that 
And then it seems more like she wanted the open relationship more than he did. She absolutely did. She wanted to try out. I think she probably had a couple, a specific woman Mm. or like wanting to experiment. Sure. And then decided she didn't want that anymore. And then she closed it also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Very interesting. Me, like so, he went through that originally, and now is reliving it all, and he doesn't want to be. He, it seems like he never wanted it really in the first yeah. place, and he just kind of did it to make her happy, and now he like wished it wasn't out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so now, for some reason, we're going to Tanya's home with Nini. Tanya, one of two people who are being brought into the show in this mm-hmm. episode because they are swagalicious shoppers. At Nini's boutique. Yeah, I didn't really follow like where this, why this was happening too much. It's such a non like I can't imagine Nini like hanging out in the shop, and befriending people walking in and out of the store. Yeah, like how much time is she actually spending in that store, like even working she, the floor? Even if she was spending twelve hours a day, I can't even imagine her giving anyone the time of day other than like selfie selfie mm-hmm, yeah and then bye on to the next one so i don't like this <laughs> uh candy and portia meet up they're not a ton happens other than they like sort of seem to half make up some more was this the wine tasting no the wine tasting was the Last. week before yeah oh. this is just the two of them one-on-one mm. yeah it wasn't that interesting uh Boobs and bourbon is really what it all comes down to. Oh, yes. And the girl in the banana condom dress or whatever. The second swag (laughs) customer of the day. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I actually watched Watch What Happens Mm. with Candy and Tiny. Tiny, yeah. And they talked about, they went out... um, I guess they're friends with this woman. Oh, they are? Yeah, and they said... They did, the producers did her dirty and she was like blackout drunk oh, at yeah, that yeah. point and like just <laughs> did not even remember that shit happening. And I'm assuming she was like invited to this party and kind of told to make a scene. Mm. And or they were like, this is your shot, baby. Yeah, go for it. And she, you know, had a few drinks and then went for it and everyone's like, no, no, we're not taking the bait. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was mainly attacking Eva for pretending like she didn't know who Yovana was. Right. But, and the reason being that Yovana's best friend was Eva's best friend in college. And was maybe in they wedding. Went to, maybe yeah. they all went to college at the same time. I think they all went to school together and then the friend was in Eva, or... or was going to be in Eva's wedding. Eva's wedding, yes. Yeah, yeah. But apparently... Candy is, like, friends with this person. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But they, they made a um, clip of, like, the dinner is a horror film. Oh. And <laughs> she was the, the villain. Horror, yeah, I love the horror films. Uh, we, we go through everyone's couple origin story. And... Yeah. Marlo's random dude who looked lost. Like, that white, that bald white dude. Yeah. No, I but was not. His outfit was like like he was just like going to the mall or something. Yeah. And everyone else was so dressed up. Everyone. I didn't get the boobs and bourbon theme uh, though. Uh, Nini just will title, will, will title <laughs> a, a party and then 
won't actually Stray. execute on the, on the theme. <laughs> if, if I remember correctly, there wasn't actually bourbon at this party. It was just wine. And no more boobs than normal. Yeah, just like boobs as usual. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then the, f- the final scene of the episode. <gasps> oh my God. Now, I cried. I'm not sure where, where we are. It appears to be Dennis's home. Yeah. But it looks like a kid's fun house. There's like, there's big statues of like a toy in the background. There's met like a lot of metal. It was a very bachelor patty. Yeah. Set up. And then she had the chef there, right? Just the chef there waiting. And they made a point to say the champagne when they were drinking different champagnes. And I was like, that's so weird to call out. Well, no, she said it after. No, they said it before. No, no, no. Oh, oh, like, oh, here, you're drinking this champagne, you're drinking that champagne. Yeah, she was like, oh, "Oh, I just have a different one. Oh. Um, And then after she said, I'm drinking apple cider. She was like, yeah, that's why it was different. Yeah. But her giving him the gifts and him opening it. What was a little baby shoe? There was a baby shoe and then there was another baby item. I I mean, I've seen, I follow her on Instagram mm. now and I knew she was pregnant. Yes. But for some reason, those two pieces are disconnected. Like from mm. the show then to this. Yeah, you forget. Yeah, I was like. And you really teared up, huh? Yes. I, that was so, to see him so happy and like her. Yeah. Giving it, and it just like went off well. It seemed well received and just so. Yeah. Room. It was so unexpected. But aren't you a little worried though? I don't care. Oh. She- <laughs> <laughs> She's having a baby. Whatever. Maybe she did this to get that ring. I don't know. Speed things along. Sure, yeah. But they're still together now, right? Yeah. I think. Does she have a ring on her finger now? I'm Is pro- that yeah. spoiled? I feel like that has been announced already. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel good about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm on the I same think, page. I think with the holidays and like mm. I've been watching like Hallmark? Bride Wars and Hallmark and all. I have like. Mm. And they were dressed like Christmas at Boobs and Bourbon too. Yes, red and the, green. The green suit. <laughs> You're just in the spirit. Yes. Love is love. I love love. Love is winning here. Love is actually all. all is that how that goes? Yeah. Love is actually all around us. <laughs> Okay, uh, probably most people's favorite episode of the week, Vanderpump Rules. Yes. Oh, my God. We're picking up right where we left off in terms of engagement. Wait, Jamie Miss, you can tune back in. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the only show. Jamie, although, like, we're in Drag Race season, too. Right, so next she can... Well, you know, that's that's why we do the, the uh, timestamps for... No, oh, no. yes, the... <laughs> markers on the chapters for the description yeah well this is actually a good moment to note we won't be separating out the mini episodes we're going to be combining it all this uh this upcoming season because the schedule like there's just a show every other day day yeah. so it's impossible to i gave my dad wrong information earlier tonight then i will have to oh yeah unfortunately he'll have to jump in where it feels right for him yeah (laughs) I told him I was on tonight, but mm. I don't. He's not going to know any of the words I'm saying. That's okay. Uh, okay, Vanderpump Rules. Stassi's in charge of organizing this best, the, surprise. the surprise engagement party, which we get a fun 
job done by the editors, yes. which is like one of many this episode. They were having like the time of their life. Yeah, they really were. They were, some were hits and some were misses for me, but this one I loved. This was a hit. Yes. Saucy delegating all the things that mm-hmm. everyone has to do. Uh, and then even Lisa shows up. I know. Oh my goodness. And has to endure these cottage cheese ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, James and Billy Lee are not invited. They're working right now. Oh, yeah. And they're, Billy Lee's showing James like the picture. Like on Instagram. And then we get his, James' devilish impression of Jax. <laughs> that was another little editor trick. They should work in the clip of him trying on the, those Supreme undies oh, yeah. every episode. <laughs> More shots of it. <laughs> Uh, they zoom in on when at the end of the party when Jax and Brittany are like we gotta go do it now and they zoom in on Ariana's face and she has the funniest like bar face ever I mean it was very weird yeah I mean it was obviously for like a bit for the show yeah Uh, I mean I don't know when you get engaged you won't probably want to do it I haven't been engaged 19 times like Danielle Stop. Uh, 19 times. We learn a lot of really sad, scary information about Jax's mom, who we thought was like a nice woman, mm-hmm. who apparently was doing some not so great stuff, like keeping the dad's illness a secret. Yeah, that was awful. Like... I could see that line of thought when you have like a six-year-old, not a 46-year-old. No, he's, the, no, he's 39. <laughs> he's, the, he's 39, Jax. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, just keeping him in the dark is like he's not a, kind of unfair. He's not a child. A grown man. Yeah. And then apparently they're just kind of really not speaking right speaking, now. Yeah. Which sucks in terms of the fact that he's now engaged. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. But in happier news, Kristen Duty is on a mission to destroy James Kennedy. Love it. <laughs> so the Kristen Duty investigation begins. She is contacting witnesses, contacting Hope. Find the Uber receipts. <laughs> she finds the Uber receipts. She finds Hope, who gives us this whole story how she's hooking up with James. At Coachella. At Coachella while Raquel is in another room sleeping. <laughs> in like a tent in the sand. Uh, so that's fun. Her Kristen's haircut is just a bit too short for mm, me. I see what you're saying. I was I was heavily focused on the fashion okay, for yeah. Pride. Also, I was shocked. Pride usually gets its own episode. I guess now it's across two episodes. So yeah. I was a little surprised that it just came in like at the end half of this episode. Yeah. I feel like it needed a little more build up. We're but, getting more. But yes, we're getting all next episode too. So I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, Jax is trying to get his job back. He goes and visits Lisa. I mean, he has to, right? At least for show. Yeah. just. But also, Kristen never got it back. Why can't Kristen get it back for show? Because Kristen is a monster. No, because like, Lisa take, hates Kristen. Take Kristen off the show. <gasps> I'm going to take you I'm off the show. I'm going to get taken off the show. 
How dare you? She's a psychopath. Like, I know that's why everyone loves her, right? Like, is they Jax don't... not a psychopath? Jax is a sociopath. Mm. There's a difference. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jax still worked at the restaurant up until last season. Yeah, until he was screaming at the. At but also, he's dating Brittany, who works at the episode, okay. at the show now. I'm can't speak she works at the restaurant now yeah. Kristen is like irrelevant she's very relevant this episode <laughs> that's like me coming to Sandoval in the back and being like why is James Kennedy here he works here like mm. <laughs> why does she think that she gets to she's, she's an OG well back to James we have a a little couch dinner party with with Sandoval and oh yeah and uh, Ariana that furniture. Well, I was sad to see that he's no longer living with Paul, that old man who just wanted to <laughs> take James out to dinner all the time. Yeah. So R.I.P. Paul, we'll miss you. Well, he's not dead. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe James Kennedy killed him and got his own place. James was so excited to show off the washer dryer to I mean, Tom. I would be too. <laughs> Except like the washer dryer being like smack dab in the middle of the kitchen wasn't very attractive. I think that's where the, where's yours? Oh, it's not. There's no, no washer dryer here. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're usually close to the kitchen. In an apartment. Yeah. Yes. Mine's in the basement. Yeah. Uh... But that, like, he was also so impressed with serving them on that coffee table that, like, that pops up. up. Yeah, but but only like two of them can sit there. Like that, like I, to me, that is cute and fun for you and and like your significant other at home. Yeah. Not to like show off. To have a dinner party. To have a dinner party at your coffee table. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, so we finally get to Pride. Mm-hmm. It's 80s theme. Sheena Marie loves the 80s. Let me tell you. <laughs> Who's Sheena Marie? <laughs> Take her off. <laughs> and then we, we have the editors having the time of their lives. This was the bit that did not do it for me. I was not... I wanted to fast forward. I, I was raging I, to my girls. I like the part. Where, Brendan where, and Jamie. Where it said Jason Couchy as Jack Taylor using his birth name. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. Part. See, you were you were too blinded I, I by know, your rage. I know. I got. I was rage texting. I was not happy about that. Oh my goodness! And we get, we we'll get good as gold back. Yes. Sheena's hit song, my favorite. Play it at your funeral. Oh my god, play it at my funeral. Uh, and we get Kristen and Hope hopping the fence. We meet when they clearly have we met Hope could before? have gone. I don't remember her. Yeah. Um, but you were saying they could have gone. They could have easily gone through the front. But it was more fun. That, sure, that reminds me of like when I used to sneak into bars when I was sixteen. And oh my god, sixteen! <laughs> yeah, that's when I could drive the car that I was given. Jeez! Oh my god! <laughs> you would sneak in the back and then go to the back bar. Oh wow! You are a little mini duty. I am. Maybe that's why I dislike her so much. Mm, you just see yourself in yeah. her. Uh, Hope has nothing behind the eyes. Yeah, I, her face is a blur in my memory. <laughs> All I see is glitter and 
And we said this while this was occurring in real time on the podcast, but I can't believe they couldn't manage to get Tom Tom open for Pride. Right. She, Lisa was like, and next year we'll have Tom Tom. And I'm like, what? How long has this been being worked on? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've dipped into Tom Tom and it seems to be almost ready at this point and it will be opening this season, mm-hmm. but for them to miss the pride is like a moment too late. Yeah. Um, money on the table. Money. We're leaving money on the table, leaving money on, on the streets of WeHo. Yes. Uh, but we get Bo meeting Lisa. That was such a fun <laughs> Fun scene. A fun scene. <laughs> Except for the flashbacks of Patrick. Oh, yeah. The hardest scene for me to ever watch on but maybe Lisa, any show. But Lisa's saying, oh, has Bo met Patrick yet? I would... Did she say that? Yeah. And and Sassy was so... She, like, if it was someone else saying that, Sassy would have probably been angrier. But Sassy's like, oh, no, I'm not friends with him. <laughs> I don't remember that. You, you must have been rage texting again. <laughs> no, I was love texting. Oh, you're I, love I, texting I, was, I was happy. <laughs> Him talking about his mom being a relationship therapist and thinking, you know, mm. being grateful that she dated Patrick before because yeah. now he can do no wrong. Yeah. So cute. Uh, they appear to have been in New York this past week too. You wanted to hunt <gasps> yes. them down? Oh my God. I was. Rockefeller. I was ready to go on a scavenger hunt for (laughs) For Bo and Stassi. Uh, Okay, so Duty and Hope confront Raquel en route to the women's bathroom. To the bathroom. I still haven't peed. (laughs) No, she's not. (laughs) Can we take a short break? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You said, no, you didn't, you have to do the quote right because it's more juvenile the way she said it. She said, I still haven't gone pee. <laughs> I still haven't gone pee. Like gone pee, like like what are you three years old? <laughs> I mean, likely. Yes. Uh, so Raquel also like doesn't nothing seems to be registering. She on doesn't her face. have tear ducts. She's making noises that she's heard somebody make crying on TV before. <laughs> <laughs> I told Jamie and Brennan I was just going to read their insults of Raquel from our group text oh on the episode. <laughs> uh, so she goes back to James and like is crying. Uh, but it's like there's no emotion there. She's like literally playing sounds she recorded off <laughs> television. Yeah, of. <laughs> She's like a little pheromone. <laughs> uh, but it was funny watching Jax watch this go down. And he was like, a lot of girls did accuse me of cheating. And it was true. And they were all true. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel's standing there like crying for 10 minutes. Yet her sparkles on the side of her face are oh still God. perfect. They were just glued on there. Yeah. Uh Schwartzy just grabbing a random fallen soldier beer and drinking it. Oh my god, yes, that I've done that before. Oh my god. <laughs> uh yes, we we that's happened multiple times in my life. <laughs> I mean, he could get like 
free drinks. He put it back. It's more like a, oh, a challenge. Fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a. I dare you to drink that pink drink on the bar. Yeah. Uh, and then Lala confronting Raquel, saying, "Come on, you cannot be this dumb." And that seemed to be get the most rise out of Raquel. Like it was the easiest for her to process in terms of like, I am not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Watching James say, remember us mm. to Lala actually like struck a chord in me and it mm. was sad. Mm. It shows, I mean, he did all of this. Like he's says horrible, horrible things, but, but yeah, like you can hear like his sadness for losing his friendship with Lala, which is like so. But he attacks. Katie, which is we're gonna get poured over to next week. Katie looks beautiful, and her just being like, "I am okay with my body," like I'm here, you know, and she's not beat up about it. I, I'm, I love her this episode. And Ariana's brother in a ponytail. Oh my god! <laughs> and I think that is there anything else for Brenda Rolls this week? I think those shorts are flattering on Katie. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go back to that. Um, I think that was it for... Okay. Let's take a quick break and we will be back with New Jersey and Dallas. Yes! So, time for Jersey. What do you make of the season so far? I love that Danielle's back. Mm -hmm. I had taken a break... With the franchise, and but I had watched early seasons when she was on, so yeah, it feels like home coming mm, into mm. this season with her. Yeah, I mean, last season she was around more in a more normal way. Mm-hmm. This season, it seems like they filmed a lot of scenes that they're not using as actual scenes, but rather flashing back to them. Yes, so it's like she's living in the past, living in another dimension. Yeah, it's. And this was the first episode this season where she was really interacting with the other women a little bit more, and it was a little scary. Yeah. So let's start it with, uh, okay, Teresa and Marge are shopping for Danielle's Bachelorette. We get we get hints of, Marge seems to be the one in charge of everything, maybe mm-hmm. even like the Matron of Honor. Yeah. If that's possible. Uh but we're getting hints of Danielle being a diva, a bridezilla. I mean, that's to be expected. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is Dan- and we get to this even more so later, I think Danielle thinks she needs to try so hard in order to stay on the show and be a main character and everything. And I think we felt that when she freaked out on Marge the first yes. time around. And she thought that was going to kind of like elevate the engagement with her this season maybe, but I think you said on a previous episode that almost like maybe shot herself in the foot. Yeah. It reads so false. And I think it really pissed Marge off. Oh yeah. And especially like Danielle, that's, I know she like has Teresa as her ally, but in reality, Teresa's no one's ally. She's her own ally. Right. They're not going to get rid of her. Yeah. If you want to be on the show, you got to like, at least make nice so you're invited. Yeah. So she like got disinvited from being nasty to Marge. Yeah. <laughs> which is so stupid. Uh, so we'll get more into that. I love Marge, by the way. Uh, I 
Like, I go up and down with her a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like her more now without the Siggy stuff. Last season, when she was fighting with Siggy, it was just like, it got boring. Yeah. Now she's a little more evened out. Uh, her, what is it, housekeeper? Oh. <laughs> they were doing a, a bunch of reruns. Okay. When I was home on the couch yesterday. And yeah. I paid full attention to that dinner scene with her. <laughs> like running around and then burped in March's ear. <laughs> I just wanted to revisit that for a second. Okay. It's so scary. <laughs> Marge's house is really a house of horrors. The the look, you can the inhabitants. see everything from outside. I guess like you, you can no, see. There's no curtains, yeah. and like you're not liking what you're seeing either. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, please avert your eyes. <laughs> there's not. Uh, I was going to say there's not one good home amongst them all. Jackie's, which we got into this week a little bit, is mm-hmm. actually a nice normal home. And we got to see Danielle's home, which surprisingly is the most normal, n- nice, tastefully decorated yeah. home of them all. I mean, she just moved into it, so it's the most... But like, it's not one of these big Jennifer houses with where... With 16 bathrooms. With 16 bathrooms and huge empty rooms with... Tiny pieces of furniture in them. Yeah. That's so hideous. I don't get, like, the point. Like, do you want to do cartwheels in your home? Why do you have this? With, like, buzzer systems to yeah. ask your husband to meet you in the kitchen or the 14th bathroom. I don't yeah. know. I don't I don't get it. Although, with all her children, though, <laughs> I would want, like, here, go, go, go in any other direction. <laughs> Stay away from me. Okay. Dolores is hanging out more with her mom who does not eat vegetables. They're hanging out in the gym. They're talking. Dolores is talking to the mom about like, fr- Dolores like knows how to take a storyline and really milk it for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. Like the Frank getting disbarred thing. I, she's making like, she's so upset. Frank didn't tell her. Da, da, da. Part of me in the back of my mind sees her jumping for joy that something happened in her life that can be a, a plot line. Yeah, that was another, like, they did the flashback when she was talking about it mm-hmm. in episode one. The fact that she didn't know and they, like, revealed it on the reunion. And then she's yeah. just, like, bringing it up again immediately, like, out the gates. Like, Well, at the reunion she didn't know. Right. Yeah, but yeah. then episode one, she's, like, yeah. they're bringing the flashback and they're talking about it. And yeah. she's, like, if he ever hides something from me again, I'm out. Yeah. But she's out anyway. Like, they're not together. He's, like, in Miami or something full-time. But they're hanging, they're hanging out. He's there again. So Frankie comes back from... Frankie Jr. Mm-hmm. Comes back from college. He reveals that Frank Sr. told him right away. And Dolores gets pissed all over again. Because Dolores is like... Of course! He, he told me I didn't tell anybody. And, like, he told the son. So it was just, like, more nonsense. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that it's just like, I like Dolores, but I, you could see her really trying to yeah. like cobble together something here. <laughs> uh, okay. Then we also get, before we get to the, the bachelorette nonsense, uh, we get to meet Jackie's family. She has, uh, two kooky parents who come dressed crazily separately 
They're still married, but they live apart. Very Chrissy Teigen's parents mm. in terms of like, okay, just living your own life, doing your thing. Uh, we learn. I feel like that's an extended, like we were talking about um, during the family stone viewing, having separate bedrooms mm. when you're married. And now people are just taking that to the next, to the next level. level. <laughs> they're, they're living in separate states. Uh, and quick programming note, the Family Stone episode will be released this upcoming week before Christmas, so stay tuned for that. I can't wait to hear it. I'm scared, but... <laughs> uh, but back to Jersey. Okay, so the parents, yes. they're living their lives... I'm not sure if we learned this last episode or this episode, how she has, how Jackie has a sister that she doesn't speak to. I think it might've been this episode and like they haven't spoken in 15 years. That's so wild. Yeah. Especially on this show where like the other families are so up each other's asses. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we also learned Jackie has this brother who uh, has some sort of developmental issue i mean he's like very conversational and everything but uh he's like struggled throughout his life and Mm -hmm. she's very protective of him and he has his own girlfriend that comes along to to this dinner as well jackie (laughs) is pretending to cook and ordering in food and serving (laughs) them (laughs) very jamie miss (laughs) yes but she will get that cooking lesson one day no not gonna happen uh but they're building up this whole thing with jackie wanting to she talks to the mom like during this dinner, mm-hmm. how she wants to reconnect with the sister after all this time. Is this going to be the same kind of like Melissa Le- looking for a long lost sister? <laughs> but at least Jackie's sister exists. Is a real person and not from a medium. <laughs> We're all looking for sisters here. Yes. Uh, so finally, we get together with. In Danielle's new beautiful home. Yes. (laughs) Uh, It's Margaret, Melissa, and Teresa, which I, side note, I also am not liking whenever like Danielle's involved, the two new girls have nothing to do with it all, Mm -hmm. which is like, make me wonder the the time frame of it all. Like I wonder if a lot of this was filmed earlier. Previously. And then they were like, this isn't working. And then they got the two new girls. I don't know. It's hard to, I, I wasn't paying close enough attention in terms of if they're referencing it in the other scenes with the new girls or not. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting... Yeah. But anyway, Danielle is screaming at mostly Marge, but the other two as well. Are like She's saying, uh, we're two weeks before the wedding. We need to have this bachelorette party. I want a ga- Great Gatsby themed. It's like, do we need to have our 25th Great Gatsby themed party on the Housewives franchise? Why does there need to be a theme for your... The theme is Bachelorette party. <laughs> like, that's the theme. <laughs> like, you don't need to theme your Bachelorette party. She says she only wants dairy-free, gluten-free food. I want really nice gifts. That's disgusting. And they were like, yeah, we know you want really nice gifts. You only register at Hermes and... <laughs> Like some like Barney's or something. <laughs> I only want really nice gifts. Uh, Dan- She's like, not on Zola. <laughs> Sponka. This is an ad. Oh my god. Uh, Danielle says you guys need to be texting me in the morning, uh, and like, and checking in with me. She's upset with Marge. Marge 
Uh, I felt really lonely when I had to go for my fittings and my alteration and no one was with me. Well, that's fair. But Marge said, you didn't tell me you were going. I, how am I supposed to know you're going for a fitting or alteration? Am I supposed to like... Yes. <laughs> be a psychic? Uh, I, she said, I want people paying attention to me, which is like kind of a throwback to yes. pay attention, please. And Teresa's like, I am paying attention. Please. <laughs> so Margaret... Has it with Danielle storms off uh, because like she doesn't like the way she's being spoken to, right? And Margaret screams, "You're you're 56 years old. You have a house full of shit. You should be saying in lieu of gifts, donate to charity." Like I was like, "What?" (gasps) (laughs) Oh my god! So this is just all going back to like Danielle is going overboard. Like, well, that's her mo. I know, but like in the in the first two seasons, I felt it was just like crazy Danielle, and this seems like not crazy Danielle, but Danielle who wants to be on the show. One hundred percent. Yeah, so I don't like that part. She's grasping for yeah anything she can get. So we actually get to the bachelorette party. One of Danielle's daughters are, are there. The older one, who's twenty four now. Oh my god! Which is crazy because during the that dinner from hell mm-hmm. in season one, she was 14. I was just trying to do the math during the reruns yesterday yeah. where it was an episode. You can cut this out if you want, but it was, um, Teresa's daughter singing the song about her and her brother not getting along. And she's like a little baby. Oh yeah. And now she's 17 years old. Yeah, She's like a senior in high school. I like the time difference is so crazy. I can't... Growing up before our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> not, not relevant to the no, world. No, it is. Because Christine is 24 now. Yeah, it's, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, so, Melissa's asking Danielle, oh, well, like, how's it going? And Danielle's like, oh, well, you know, we're planning this. And Melissa's like, no. Like, how is it going with you and Marty? And Danielle's like, well... Just like with any relationships, there's peaks and valleys. And right now we're in a valley. It's like, you're in a valley as you're about to get married. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's very like Danielle. <laughs> Katie and Schwartzy. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe yeah. they're going to come to their highest peak. Well, they're getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh my God, Dan, what the heck? <laughs> I did not know. I mean, they got married, and we've reported on this podcast that they're in the process of getting divorced. I've listened to every episode. Uh, maybe it's kind of like when you were rage te- You must have been rage texting oh, in yeah. that part. <laughs> maybe I was texting you about ACDC. <laughs> like, oh, dude. not knowing what ACDC is. Because you... Oh, God. You guys don't know mm. straight music. I mean, this isn't a straight music <laughs> podcast, is it? But you continue to incorrectly report on it. Uh... Yeah, so that's the bachelorette party, baby. Let's go. Let's go to your favorite place on earth. Dallas. The Dallas reunion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't realize you were such a raving Dallas super fan. It's grown. Um, I've only seen this season, but yeah. I have seen every episode of this season multiple times. I watched 
last night's reunion, fell asleep on the couch watching it, woke up at 7 a.m., purchased it to watch again <laughs> because it wasn't on demand yet. <sighs> yes. Uh, I mean, I would definitely, if you like this season, you should go back to season two. Okay. Yeah. Season one is, is still good and like it's only one extra season. But season two has the same energy as the season. Yeah, and they keep talking about... I think there was a reference on one of the earlier parts that they sacrificed oh. season one. Like, what, I don't even know what that means, but... Well, no, like... They were talking about, like, there wouldn't be a show without me. and blah, 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 Yeah. And, like, and then... Oh, Deandra was saying, like, there wouldn't be a show without her. And then the, other, the original girls were like, we like sacrificed in season one so for there to even be a season two. Right. So what does that mean? Oh. I think sacrifice meaning like we put in the work, oh. the drama, putting so our lives out. Deandra's new season two, though. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I'm ready. What I mean, what like what what do you have to say about the season? This is the the finale. We only get two parts, which is garbage. It's trash. I need four parts for this. There, I feel like there. I could have like watched ten more minutes on everything that they covered. Oh, interesting. In part two, like part two was so good. Oh yeah, we could have done like a full half hour with Mama D. Oh my God, her coming out with her purse in that blue sequin like jumpsuit, and like, and then Andy calling out her purse because she has to give Deandra her allowance. I. I'm screaming in the microphone right now. I screamed in my apartment to myself and like re- rewind, rewound, rewound. <laughs> it again. I like wrote it down. Having mm. <laughs> the time of your life. So good. Okay. All right. So Westcott versus Simmons. Society. We need to stop <laughs> using the word society. <laughs> it's radio but, silent. No, but then Stephanie saying, "Well, people have." Real problems going. <laughs> She's like, y'all are crazy having to stay in the middle of the lane. That's like your biggest problem. Wait, no, I don't know what part this is. I think Andy was asking, like, okay, which family is more important? The Simmons or the Westcotts? And when Brandy screams, the Redmonds, I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy's a star. Like them. They're all doing... stars. It's an all-star season. Of course. Brandy's funny. She has her moments where she yeah. comes out. She does have funny moments. Just, I don't know. They played the clip of her yelling at Leanne that she's a bitch for. She just has this fire in mm. her. The way that she says the word bitch, like, I don't think I've ever said it with that much heat mm-hmm. before. And it's just like. Ooh, it, it warmed gets, you up. It gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> I just love her. Well, we learned that Dallas society now looks down on Stephanie from season one. So season one was very heavy on like charity, charity, society. Okay. But it, they didn't have the big names because Deandra and Cameron were not on season one. So it was more just like going to charity events. Because that's what Leanne does. Was into, yeah. Okay. And Stephanie, I mean, Stephanie and Brandy and Carrie too, I guess, Yeah, were part of that in terms of just going to events. And apparently, like, a lot of the relationships Stephanie had, she lost. Because she was on the show. show. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Like, what is this Dallas society? We gotta stop using that word, Dan. We gotta gotta stop. 
podcast. If there's one thing I could wish for in this world, <laughs> it's for us to stop using that word. <laughs> Them talking about like the Simmons and the richer Simmons. The richer. <laughs> <laughs> but Deandra's part of the black sheep side of the family. Yeah. But then Deandra is saying about Cameron, you're constantly saying, Cameron says this. You constantly say I was I was married into the Westcott. What was I from the ghetto? And I was like, <gasps> I Cameron. know. Like I grew up in Montecito, Montecito. next to Oprah. <laughs> God. And her constantly saying that Jimmy is her best friend is like Jimmy. So sad to me. <laughs> her mil. It's just it's so desperate. Mm. And then them like firing back and forth. You're the puppet. You're a babysitter. You're this yeah. and you're that. It, oh my god, it was riveting. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, we check in to see how Carrie's. Oh. Wait, them. Did you catch the sitting on a secret reference? Oh. They said they were sitting on Westcott secrets, <laughs> and I. <laughs> did you start I, singing "Sitting on a Secret"? I did. I was like, <laughs> all caps. City. No, I almost fell off the couch. I was like, do they know? Are they RuPaul fans? Maybe. But what are those Westcott family secrets that she's sitting on? I mean, if it's what Deandra was sitting on last week in terms of Leanne. Carrie's going to fat shame yeah, her. I'm not too excited for that. Maybe the- she's k- sitting on the K-Cup secret. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we check in with Carrie in terms of how is her relationship with this trip that was supposed to improve her relationship with her parents, even though the parents weren't on the trip, did yeah. not achieve its goal. And they were like really upset with her for being in the hot tub naked. In Beaver Creek. Right. Her body is ripped, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what you get for dating Lance Armstrong. She, oh my God. <laughs> Which I still, I tweet, I tweeted through our group. I don't have Twitter. Uh, I texted Horace Girls and nobody responded. I was shocked by the fact that she dated him. I think she said it once before on Watch Robins Live or something. Mm. Yeah. She was making awful faces this episode. Although I do think she like, she got a little pep in her step though. Well, I think, what was it, Brandy that said she had no opinion all season and now she's like got... Yeah. Some balls. Or maybe uh, Deandra said yeah, it. Yeah, maybe know. that was... Yeah, I think it was Deandra. I'm fine with it. I want to hear more from Carrie. I think she's fun, um, you know, and she has... She's, like, level-headed. She, like, yeah. gets it. She's not an idiot. I mean, listen, she's not the the queen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, definitely not. But But she's better than the best on some of these terrible franchises like OC and Beverly Hills. Yeah. So I don't think she should be penalized just for not being like the brightest star in the sky. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then we learn more about the cloning phone thing. Oh my which God. Just made it even more ridiculous. I loved the explanation that was given to Brandy in terms of Leanne said, if we try to break in to my phone three times, it clones the nearest phone. It, there's two things to this. One that makes it like almost like more believable because then it's like if Brandy was actually scared of that, that means that oh, she yeah, tried she breaking tra- yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, it made it like a Disney like 
which <laughs> spell <laughs> if you try breaking in. But then Brandy being like, I don't know what your passcode is. Six, six, six. Like I, <laughs> I lost it there. She's this. That's when I was like, Brandy, she's, she's a smart girl. It brings me so much joy that you found Dallas. Yes. I, I mean, they were so engaging this mm, season. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Then also this revelation that Deandra said the $200 thing because she thought America is going to relate to having only $200 in their bank account. They're going to eat it up. I could 100% see her saying that. It is so wild that she's putting on this whole show. You guys called it that she was trying to produce like her yeah. own storyline. She was trying to produce a lot this season. That and that she thinks America only has $200 in their bank account. Yeah. And that's what we're going to relate to. Yeah. But like we know she gets her allowance from Mama D. <laughs> I know. Just wait 20 minutes and Mama D will come out yeah, and replenish her, her allowance. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in the world would believe that Deandra only has $200 in her bank account. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, so then we also learned that Rich's many ex wives have contacted Deandra to inform her about Rich's infidelity. Bullshit. Yeah. Deandra, Deandra, try as you might. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,. It's coming, as I dive back into all of these Real Housewives, it's so insane to me how willing these women are to just, like, boldface lie to each other. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Like, twisting the truth and, like, convincing yourself that there is some sort of, like, inkling of reality in something is one thing and one level of insanity. Coming up with a just straight-up lie, Mm -hmm. and I don't... Maybe somebody did come to Deandra. I don't know. That's just this wouldn't be so the first time she's lying. Sick. <laughs> uh, but like the same with Leanne, just saying. I mean, I could see her seeing that's like a weird sort of humor. Yeah, you know, yeah. Leanne's her, joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. We finally get Mama D. Yes, she gets prime seating. Oh my God! Yes, Andy invited her. I mean, Andy loves her. Andy would, who wouldn't? Andy wants to give her a star. I think I think he should. That'll really make Jimmy upset. <laughs> Jimmy's not camera ready. <laughs> she doesn't have a blue sequin jumpsuit. Yeah. Uh, I did like at first when Mama D walked out, she seemed to like have it out for Leanne, but then like Leanne gave her a look that warmed Mama D's heart. I, I want to believe. And then Mama D wanted them to reconcile. I feel like Mama D is always like rooting for. She's team friendship. Mm, yeah, she's team friendship. Yeah, <laughs> and team ketchup. Oh God, the <laughs> so nasty. The meatloaf. Oh. oh, many times they lose a diamond when they are out collecting stones. Beautiful. Never heard that before. 
<laughs> you were rage texting? <laughs> no, I heard that on the show, oh. but I've never heard much like Mama D's other sayings. I, no, I, I heard okay. Leanne say that, but I've never heard that saying before. Yeah. And then, like, while they're talking, they talk how Deandra's always trying to win. And Andy's like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? What is she trying to win? And it's that I am the queen. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Just let Leanne be the queen, Deandra. I know. You were best friends with the queen. That's like good enough. She stood in your wedding. She stood in the, she stood in the Simmons wedding. Stand in the lock-in wedding. Yes. Um, so Mama D offers to be the mediator, but then Leanne wants an unbiased relationship coach, which I agree with because Mama D is biased. That's true. But I feel like she's been pretty unbiased, at least on camera. Yeah. She's been pretty fair to Leanne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they quickly dropped in the fact that Deandra worked for a Bush. I, and then they were like, don't you miss him now? Did you get that? <laughs> yes, I got that. I was like screaming from the kitchen. <laughs> I, was, I was like, bring it back. <laughs> she like would, like the president that I worked with or oh my God. candidate. And then they both like smiled at each other. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then we end with tequila and fireball shots. And, but Cameron's foot was asleep and she couldn't stand up on her own and they like well she's like like a giraffe rising to her feet <laughs> like it's not like baby a... cow <laughs> <laughs> it takes a moment to get your footing <laughs> they like stayed on that for a full like minute and a half it's like cut this out you have editors yeah well we're gonna get three parts though I know. I'm so sad. I I think I'm going to go back and start season one. Yeah, you should. Do yourself a favor. Especially if you love it so much. It's just Ugh, a treat. Yes. Makes me very happy. Uh, so someone or some people not making us happy this week are our freaks of the week. Mr. and Mrs. Marchese. I almost yelled the F word. <laughs> Can you say that? <laughs> More wine, please. Uh... So, in response to the whole Kevin Hart Oscar saga, yes. James Marchese of one a one season wonder of Ronge tweeted, "So true. No straight male wants his son to be gay. A gay son is a curse that takes away your hashtag family traditions, hashtag heritage, hashtag LGBT, LGB, no LGBTQ is a parent's nightmare that destroys families." Ruins holidays like hashtag Christmas, hashtag Kevin Hart, we support you, hashtag liberalism is a mental disorder. Oh my God. I mean, we already knew he was off the deep end watches he dives in. Yeah. But this is like taking it to another level now. Yeah. Like his Christmas card last year, they were all like in Christmas onesies posing with guns, like the whole fam. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just as a season, baby. Just unsubscribe. Why is anybody I know. listening to this freak anymore? So, yeah. Uh, and then Amber, the wife, who was mm-hmm. one of the housewives, uh, 
said, again, I, I never said my beliefs. Jim and I are two very different people. I handle things differently. He follows the Catholic doctrines 100%. He is not a bigot. A bigot is someone who is intolerant of others' views. He still had gay friends. They come in and out of the... <laughs> they come in and out of home. <laughs> he, so sick. He does business with many people that have opposed views from him. From him. Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, the ones that are bigots... on. And honestly, doing a huge disservice to the LGBTQ community are the people that are viciously attacking Jim instead of maybe opening his eyes to a different perspective. Huge opportunity lost. It just makes him dig his heels in harder to his position. Human nature. Thanks for the talk. I will give you the chance to read, then take it down. I really don't want to probably get into these discussions. I'm working with my gay friends to put out a formal statement. Please. But right time and done classy. Oh my God. Two sick people. The whole I have gay friends, I'm oh. not a bigot is like so. <laughs> I guess as long as you say you're not a bigot, that makes you not a bigot. Right. Uh, so, uh, hate to give them a spotlight, but they're two freaks. But our queen this week, mm. this past weekend, Andy Cohen <laughs> posted a series of Instagram stories. Which the right were, energy. That, that had the right energy. They were a delight. He wasn't complaining about people cleaning up garbage in front of their uh, apartment building. Mm-hmm. Instead, he saw uh, a SantaCon party across the on the roof, like a couple across from his apartment yeah. building. Apparently, he had been, been there before. Yeah, yeah, or like reported on them years <laughs> before. The um, story was just executed so well. Yeah, the, he's the like, cinematography. Yes. <laughs> He threw in a twist. He was complaining. We thought the party had died down. And then all of a sudden he's in the party, taking the apartment, taking shots. He invites them to watch Robin's live. Yes. Where they bartend, where they bartended. It was a Christmas miracle. And I, what was the, the lesson of the day? Every, every friend, friend was, was once, once a stranger. stranger. Sweet. Every friend was once a stranger. That's what, um, inspired him to actually show up to the party. Yeah. Well, honey, thank you for not being a stranger and joining me this week. Uh, You'll be hearing more of her and Brendan and myself and Jamie Jamie Missing. And James. And James. And and Alex. Alex on our very special Family Stone episode that will be in your feed very soon. So stay tuned for that. But that's it for this week. Where can people find you, Honey the Tuck? At <laughs> you should rebrand Trinity, Trinity the Tuck <laughs> on all social media platforms. <laughs> yes. uh, do you want anyone to find you? Now you're good, Honey Mustard Girl. Are you you're piping in and out of the Facebook group, right? Yes, I am on the Facebook group. It's the only reason I still use Facebook. Truly, so please. There's lots of good content. Uh, it's the final days of shopping before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Come through queen.com slash store. I love my sweatshirt. I wear it on the streets. I do not wear it in the sheets. It is only for outside wear. Has has anyone commented on it? It's so, my coworkers love it. Mm, See? Um, Makes a great gift. So I can't guarantee that it will arrive in time for Santa's sleigh, but worst comes to worst, just print out a picture of it. Give the, the recipient a picture it's on its way. It'll be there for New Year's. Yeah, it'll be there for New Year's. Uh, you can give us a call at 
71747freak or email us at... Or Jamie's phone number is 401. <laughs> <laughs> or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Uh, and you can find me at IDKIDK. So that's it. Like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love me, love me, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.